This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Next, on the 5 o'clock report. We find the defendant guilty. Send a bill to my desk that legalizes marijuana. It's a win for America. If you don't have a secure border, you don't have safety. Former President Trump has become Citizen Trump. I was comfortable with whatever happened. I had my brain wrapped around it, and I was in a good spot. Either way, people without faith don't have that. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. There has been a landmark ruling in the state of Michigan for the first time. One of the parents of a teenager that gunned down four kids at his school has been charged with murder. On count one of involuntary manslaughter as to Madison Baldwin, we find the defendant guilty. A jury found Jennifer Crumbly guilty on all four counts of involuntary manslaughter. She now faces up to 15 years of prison for making a gun accessible at home and ignoring her teenage son's mental health issues. Her sentencing is set for April. Now father James Crumbly faces the court. Governor Josh Shapiro wants to legalize marijuana in Pennsylvania. It's time to catch up. I ask you to come together and send a bill to my desk that legalizes marijuana. He just wrapped up his second budget address in the rotunda of the state capitol. He says the Keystone State is losing out on cash that can be made by legalizing the drug. Create jobs and build wealth here in Pennsylvania, especially in communities that have been disproportionately harmed by criminalization. Pro-family groups say the governor has this completely wrong. The grab for cash will negatively impact families and lead to higher drug abuse rates, higher suicide rates, addiction, and mental health decline. Also in Shapiro's $45 billion budget, $1.1 billion in new funding this year for public schools. Shapiro also wants to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. The state has a $12 billion surplus right now, but Nate Benefield with the Conservative Commonwealth Foundation says Pennsylvania still needs to tighten its fiscal belt. He says the cash for all of this must come from somewhere. That somewhere is you. That doesn't mean we need to necessarily cut spending, but it's got to grow at a slower rate to keep pace. If we don't address this now, it means tax hikes for you in the future. Now to Washington, D.C., where an irritated President Biden today said Republican support is waning for a border security bill in the Senate because of Donald Trump. For the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but really Reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten them and try to intimidate them to vote against this proposal. Biden defending the border bill. This bipartisan bill is a win for America because it makes important fixes to our broken immigration system. And it's the toughest, fairest law that's ever been proposed relative to the border. House Speaker Mike Johnson says there's one big issue nobody's talking about. If you look at the wording in the bill, it doesn't actually protect the border. Everybody should understand that this is a fundamental responsibility of the federal government to secure the border. If you don't have a secure border, you don't have safety, you don't have security, and you don't have sovereignty. He says it's dead on arrival in the House. Former Chilean President Sebastian Panera is dead after his helicopter crashed.
crashed. His office said in a statement that he crashed in the Los Rios region of southern Chile. Panera was 74 and was Chile's president from 2010 to 2014 and again from 2018 to 2022. There was widespread rainfall in the area at the time that the conservative billionaire's crash happened, but it's not clear whether the crash was caused by the weather. Nikki Haley is set to win Nevada's GOP primary today, but it won't mean much for her in her bid to beat Donald Trump for the Republican presidential nomination. That's because Trump will likely secure all the state's delegates in the presidential caucuses on Thursday. Nikki Haley explained why the primary is still important. There are a lot of people who only vote in a general election. And if you vote in a general election, you are given a choice. If you vote in a primary, you make your choice. That's the importance of voting in a primary. Still, the GOP has decided that the caucus results, not the primary, will decide Nevada's 26 delegates. Former President Donald Trump says he will appeal a federal court ruling that says he's not entitled to immunity in the case about alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Here's CBS reporter Scott McFarland. One key excerpt from this 50-plus page ruling, it says... For the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become citizen Trump with all of the defenses of any other criminal defendant. Any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution. One analyst said the court should tread lightly. The decision will impact immunity for every precedent from here on out. And that's not a good precedent. And for the first time ever, the NBA will play on glass as part of All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis next Next week, players will compete on a state-of-the-art LED glass court that's been installed at Lucas Oil Stadium. The All-Star Game itself on February 18th will remain on a wooden court. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Governor Hochul on border security. How much do potholes cost you? And a real hometown hero from Jefferson County, Pennsylvania. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. After a terrific Tuesday, we have a wonderful Wednesday waiting in the wings for us. And after a frosty start, look for a comfortable finish. In the meantime, overnight tonight, it's clear starlit skies. Low temps dipping most spots into the 20s. For your Wednesday, mainly sunny with a comfortable afternoon. High temperatures near or just over 40. Thursday, a little less sun, more clouds, but milder. High temperatures Thursday will be close to 50. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. New York Governor Kathy Hochul's blasting Republicans for trying to derail that controversial border security bill in the U.S. Senate. It stands zero chance of passage in the House. Hochul accuses the GOP of being obstructionists. This should be happening. The only thing standing in the way is that the House Republicans refuse to take action. They don't want there to be a resolution because they want to keep the chaos going. New York Senate Minority Leader Rob Ort says Hochul is the last person who should be pointing the finger. There's things she can do to take action. Until she does that, she owns this crisis. Her and Mayor Adams own this crisis. Her and Mayor Adams and President Biden own this crisis. And every single New Yorker and every American know it. Central New York Congressman Brandon Williams says the Senate border bill amounts to a get-out-of-jail-free card for President Biden when it comes to his disastrous immigration policy. The family of a Dansville, New York man who's been in the clutches of the Taliban in Afghanistan for 18 months continues to lobby lawmakers for his release. Ryan Corbett and his family lived in Afghanistan for more than a decade until the Taliban takeover in 2021 when they left. His family says Corbett returned a year later to check in on his business, but was detained and has been held ever since. 
His family says Corbett is being held in a small basement cell and has only been allowed to have three phone calls with them. That's Aaron Kelly with Spectrum News. An annual report by National Transportation Research Group shows New York's crumbling roads and potholes cost drivers nearly $9 billion a year. Family Life's Jeremy Miller has more. Drivers in New York shelled out an average of $715 in repairs, fuel, and wear and tear last year for a total of $8.7 billion, nearly $37 billion when congestion-related delays and crashes are included. The trip report finds nearly half of the state's major roads are in poor or mediocre shape, and nearly 1 in 10 bridges are structurally deficient. This year's budget includes more than $7 billion for repairs as part of a five-year, $33 billion plan. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. And just after Groundhog Day is a prime time for Family Life's Mark Webster to take you into Jefferson County, Pennsylvania. Here are a few local stories from this Family Life edition of Hometown Heroes. Let's listen in. Jefferson County, PA, with less than 50,000 residents, is sparsely populated, but all of America knows of its most famous resident who isn't human. It's Punxsutawney Phil! During last week's annual Groundhog Day festivities, normally sleepy Punxsutawney probably came close to doubling Jefferson County's population at least for a day or two. By the way, the name Punxsutawney came from swarms of gnats which plagued both settlers and Native Americans who called the bugs Ponkies and the settlement Ponkis Utnik. Somehow that morphed into Punxsutawney. And there's a whole lot more to love about Jefferson County for residents and visitors alike. For starters, Clear Creek State Park and Cook Forest State Park, which between them offered nearly 10,000 acres of hiking, canoeing, kayaking, and camping land, along with plenty of fishing and hunting. Just no hunting the groundhogs, please. One of Jefferson County's most intriguing residents, and most controversial to be sure, is a gentleman by the name of Douglas Stallman. Now fast forward to 1908, Stallman, a broken man searching for answers, returned to Jefferson County's seat of Brookville and began retreating to the nearby woods, and it was there that Scripture Rocks was born. After he suffered a severe head injury in a barroom brawl, which prompted doctors to put a metal plate in his skull. Some people say that the metal plate they put in him kind of put a little too much pressure on his brain, whereas other people say that his near brush with death just sort of made him accept the Lord as a savior. And Stallman spent the next several years of his life carving scriptures into the rocks. Well, for whatever reasons, over the next few years, he had carved scripture into more than 500 rocks. Then, with help from some friends, he began building outdoor chapels near some of those rocks and began to develop quite a following. Please join us again next time for another edition of Family Life Hometowns. By the way, Scripture Rocks Park is open during warm weather seasons near Brookville, Pennsylvania. An expanded version of Mark's news feature is up on our podcast page. You can find that at familylife.org slash newspodcasts. Time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are higher today. Yesterday, the Dow lost 274 points as investors fear that the Federal Reserve policy might not ease up as soon as they thought. 
Palantir technology stock rising more than 20% in early morning trading. That after posting impressive fourth quarter earnings, CEO Alex Karp commenting that the company's growth has never been greater. Snapchat announcing on Monday that it would cut 10% of its current employees. That's roughly 500 workers. It's not the first round of layoffs for Snapchat. They've had multiple rounds of layoffs since 2022, with 20% of the workforce eliminated. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose to 704 percent on Monday. It's the first time the rate has surpassed 7% since December, as stronger-than-expected job and manufacturing numbers in January helped to push that rate higher. Coming up tomorrow, Walt Disney, Uber, CBS, PayPal, and more companies expected to release their earnings reports. The S&P 500 sector gains from materials and real estate losses from IT and communication services today, with crude oil closing above $73 a barrel. The Dow gaining one 140 points. The Nasdaq rose 11. The S&P 500 also up 11. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Reports say the economy has been humming along, but for many people, the reality on the ground is quite different. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. Overall growth is relatively strong, according to government reports, and yet the index of leading economic indicators continues to decline month after month. We also know that many people are tapping into their savings to make ends meet, and many are falling behind on car payments. If you're struggling financially, my advice is to live as frugally as possible and not dip into your savings if you can avoid it. I know that may be hard, but you simply must trim your budget to spend less than you earn. Otherwise, you'll go into debt. Proverbs 21.20 reminds us precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a country music superstar passes away, but not before sharing his faith. First, a look at the weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. High pressure will produce another starlit, frosty night tonight, another sunny day tomorrow. Our call for tonight, clear skies. Again, like last night, temperatures fall quickly back into the 20s. It turns frosty overnight. But tomorrow, it's mostly sunny with high temperatures reaching or slightly exceeding 40. On Thursday, a little less sun, more clouds, but milder. High temperatures Thursday near 50. A few rain showers come on Friday. Winter weather, it returns next week. All right, thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5, the bold and brash country music star Toby Keith has lost his battle with stomach cancer. The legendary singer-songwriter passed away last night. Keith had 20 number one songs and was nominated for five Grammys. He sold more than 40 million records after rising up from the ranks of a rodeo hand, oil rigger, and semi-pro football player. The writer of some 5,000 songs spoke about his Christian faith in a TV interview just a couple of weeks before his death. Have you experienced a peace that passes all understanding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I finally got to a point where I was comfortable with whatever happened. I had my brain wrapped around it, and I was in a good spot either way. Uh, People without faith don't have that. Keith leaves behind his wife of almost 40 years, Tricia, along with three children and four grandchildren. Toby Keith was 62. And that is the world that we live in for Tuesday, the 6th of February. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. 
Thank you for listening to this Family Life News Podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.